With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody and welcome to the Celtic Unrestricted View podcast. My name is Ryan Clifford. Well Sam, um, this is a Monday View podcast. Obviously... Briefly, going over the United game, uh, what happened at the weekend, um, obviously Rangers not on point, so it's very good for us, mate. Um, again, how was your weekend and also how was the match? Um, I, it's a bit weird to be doing these so early in the morning. Normally we're <laughs> uh, 7 o'clock type people when we do these, but um, I, it, was, it was a great weekend, as you said, obviously them dropping points, which set up a great start to the day. Um I had a pleasure of being at the game on Saturday and the before obviously kick off and the stadium found out the result was a great the the reward went up obviously. I couldn't get a signal on my phone, so I had to ask somebody beside me what happened. So I just asked Esther, I was like, Sorry, excuse me, do you mind to tell me? And she was telling me. So I it it set up obviously we knew we had to win, but it set up a great day knowing obviously they'd slipped up to give us that incentive, um, gone forward to obviously win the game. Um but aye, the weekend was good overall, apart from that, just chilled out, obviously, but aye, that was the highlight of the weekend, obviously, but we'll obviously get to talking about that in more detail over the course of this uh, podcast. As you say, mate, obviously, um, before the game, Rangers dropping points, which is obviously an incentive to obviously go in and win the match, and I think um, before the game, let's be fair, me still is, we're thinking Rangers will just go up to Dingwall and win, um, just a basically after the first performance, go and get the result. And then, obviously, <laughs> McGregor's done a kind of poor performance, which, to be fair, the last few games, he's been like that. So, um, But obviously, one of us, um, you're thinking, will he kind of rest players for, obviously, the game of Wednesday, or will he just continue? <coughs> well, obviously, the, the good momentum that we've got. Um, and obviously, Jot over the bench, I think, obviously, that was in mind for, obviously, the game on Wednesday coming. But... Um, What's your opinions, obviously, to start off with, Sam? Obviously, Jota wasn't playing, your skills were playing, so realistically, the team was actually a good, good set-up going into the match. Aye, I, like, I get, obviously, we had the rest players going into Wednesday, but I thought, looking at it, I was like, really? It's obviously still a strong team, don't get me wrong, like, there wasn't any weaknesses in the team, but I thought, I, I, I thought we'll still win, but I didn't think it'd be as comfortable, obviously, as it turned out to be. Um... Sorry, I'm just new with the comments and everything. <laughs> um, but I, like, I thought mm, it might be a wee bit, not that we'll struggle, but I thought I didn't think it'd be as good a performance um, because obviously we're playing 
don't know if you want to call it quote unquote or weaker players. Mm-hmm. If you again, if you want to use that or whatever term you want to use, but um, ultimately, as I said earlier as well, regardless of who's playing, we've still got a strong enough team in place to go and win games. Um, and I, I just thought we'd still win the game anyway. Didn't think it'd be as close a margin and as last minute as it was, but. As we always say, it doesn't matter how you get the ball in the net or when you get the ball in the net. It's just a case of if you end up winning, that's the main thing. I think as well, mate, it's the fact that we've actually got the squad now, I think, to put these different guys in. Um, obviously, out of tail on scales, I'm, you know, I'm on the scales bandwagon. I'm not the <laughs> biggest. I'm not his biggest fan as, in the, as a guy. I think he seems brand new, mate, but I just think it's a left back for us. Um, he's steady enough, but I don't think to take his forward to the next level. I think he's a man. I think I've said that in previous pods. But on the game itself, um, I didn't think Scales done much wrong. Um, I just think it's a, t- a change of direction to the manager, change of formation, try to get more, obviously, influence in the game. Um, and then obviously, Taylor came on at half time, and then it did change a bit, of, a bit of the game, obviously. Um, but I thought overall, mate, going in with Scales and Obviously, Forest. Obviously, I'll start in Forest, Sam. I don't know um, <coughs> what you take on Forest. After the game, there was a lot of opinions about Forest. Um, maybe he's finished. Maybe he can't do it this level anymore. He's too inconsistent. Blah, blah, blah. What was your opinions on Jay Forest at the match? Like, it's a tough one because I know we said it in the chat uh, yesterday or the day before after it, but I just think he's been a great servant. Obviously, there's no taking anything away from him for that point of view because as I said that obviously to you there's very rarely you see in football now where a guy's a one club man it's very mm-hmm. rarely you see it now at any level so I'm not taking any away from again the servant he's been but I don't know if it's his age or the injury that he obviously had but he just looks as though he's lost a yard or two it's not that forest that obviously we're used to running at a different uh, fullback taking him on cutting like turning him inside out um, or cutting inside and taking on his left as we know he's obviously capable of then again that could be doing to the injury his age I don't know I really don't know what it is maybe he's lost his confidence again I don't know but I just think he's lost he's not I said finished but I think that might have been a wee bit harsh I don't know if he just needs more time and then obviously getting his confidence back um, I thought maybe him getting that goal against St Johnston to take us to the final, maybe would have got it back. Getting near enough, well, not a last minute winner, but a, like a later, late on game winner. But I don't know, just yesterday, or no yesterday, sorry, Saturday, I was looking at him and he just, it was like he was hesitant, like Scales was wanting to play a ball. And he's just like sitting there, like, like, like waiting for like a dug out the traps to go. And I'm just like, just go. And then obviously, it was so frustrating to watch, but. I just, I don't know, it's like, I know it's a different situation, but with Alston, I don't mind Forrest, like me, my words, and that's what I hope, but I just think he's past his best now. I think, um, I'm like that as well, mate, um, I've said it on previous pods in the chat, the group chat as well, that for me personally, <coughs> I, mean, I still think he's a valuable member of the squad, I just think that he's maybe no sort of the Angie style, um, that quickness, explosive play. Um, I think some fans are really kind of taking notice of it now. 
And then beforehand, I've been saying it for months. I said it pre season. Will he be able to, to play again because his injuries and will he be as explosive as he, he's been in the past? Um, I still think he's a valuable player, don't get me wrong, but I think the sense I'm getting, I think he's more a squad player now. Um, Abada for me is above him, Jota for me is the main man, so um, I think the way Andrew's obviously what to play, it's a rotational basis maybe, but I don't know if it's rotational because he wants to be rotational, I think he's been rotational because he's got to be because of how many games we're playing at the moment. Um, yep. I don't think Forrest done, I don't think he done too much wrong, I just think it's trying to get, I don't think he can take a man on anymore. He's trying to buy a man, but he keeps cutting inside. Uh, even against, uh, against Hearts at Tidecastle, his decision making wasn't the best. He could pass the ball a few times. So, um, but again, that could all come with games and fitness. We don't know, but I'm kind of on the same bandwagon as you, mate, and some Celtic fans every weekend that maybe Forrest is, he's maybe, he's no going to play every week than he did in previous years. Aye, no, definitely. Um, like I said, it's, as you say, Tyne Castle, I thought his decision-making was terrible. Absolutely terrible. There's times where he could have, where he cut inside, to be fair to him, and then he could have maybe curled a shot to have a go, but he was laying it half. And it's like, where's that, as I said earlier, where's that forest of old that he had cut inside and then have a dig? I think you said in one, like, I can't remember what podcast it was, but... You, uh, I, I would agree with what you said. You said, I don't mind players having a go. And mm. I don't mind that. I'd rather they have a go than don't. So I'm just like, you to be. I've always never gone to get to the heights where he was obviously scoring loads of goals, contributing, etc., etc. But just be a shadow of that and you'll be fine. I think that's the thing with Forrest, mate. I think there's consistency. Um, there's no doubt he's been. A brilliant player early years. Um, I think he's been more consistent than some years than he has others. Um, but I just think for me, maybe injuries are too his toll on him. It happens to players. Um, and obviously in the game, there's a few decisions you've done as well that he could have done better. And I just think it's the fact that he's, I think it's frustrating because you know he's all, he's got it in his locker. I yeah. think he, he can still go by a man. You still get that a bit explosive, but again, it could be mental. It could be, it could be confidence. You know, you know yourself, Sam. Anytime you play football, any player, if you're confident, you're a better player than you are no confidence. So, um, for me, I don't know if if he will play on Wednesday. I, I don't think he will. I think it'll be a bad and Jota, but um, for the weekend's game, I was a bit disappointed for it because it was a game for him to get back into the the swing of things and get back into the team. I was saying. I don't think he was, as I said, he wasn't too bad, but I don't think he, he was a shining light. Um, but I don't know what you think of the game, Sam, but I don't think we played that bad, personally. I don't think we were rotten. I don't think we were anything bad. I just think we were frustrated that we couldn't get the ball in the back of the net. If, if you get that, that one for Ireland in the first half, if you score that, you'd probably go in the game two or three nothing. Um, but again, on him as well, Sam, I thought he was superb. I thought he was maybe the best player in the park. Who was that? Sorry, I missed it. O'Reilly. O'Reilly, aye, sorry, I missed that completely. Um, aye, like, I'd, there was times where I was like, I think he maybe tried too hard, but overall, um, I thought he was, I know I said differently, but I'd, I think looking back on it, he was brilliant. Um, like, some of the, uh, like the switch passes he was getting into the likes of Abada was absolutely unbelievable. But that's what, I know we've always got Rogic and Turnbull and everything, but as I said in a, Again, a previous podcast. Uh, Rogic can't do it all. He can't do it all on his own. 
and we've not had he's probably apart from obviously Rogic that can take that ball on the half turn and obviously feed it into the likes of Jota, Abada, whoever it may be. Um but I thought it was brilliant. I it was it was just for being twenty one year old, I think he is, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's just a just a very technical player. And I think for one and a half million pounds we've got an absolute steal. No, I'm Personally. the same as you, mate. Aye. I'm the exact same as you. Um I think for the price we'll pay for him, I think it's it's has it gone so far, I think it's very decent. Um I know people League one players, League two, people might say why you signing players for that level and whatever. <coughs> um, but you can get wee gems for these leagues. Um, I did mention in previous a previous pod that the fact that we were going to pay ten million pounds for Tony, I was like at the time it's a bit much for a league one striker. But obviously looking back now, it was that's a decent deal because he's doing what he's doing with Brentford. So, um, but about O'Reilly, you can just see the guys go to. Um, this is him as well. He missed obviously after the Hearts game that he was tired and he wasn't used to this level of intensity and the fans and they're thinking if he's not used to 17,000 at Tynecastle, wait till Wednesday night when you play against the Rangers. It's going to be intense, it's going to be... I'm not going to say it's going to make or break the season, but I think with other wins, they've got a big stronghold in the league. Um, even if we win, we only go one point ahead. So, but it's... Uh, it's a mental aspect and momentum to take forward. I think we've got momentum in the sorry. Um, and just need to carry that on. But I think O'Reilly, I think he'll play on Wednesday. I think he played really well. Um, I think the fans are starting to take to him already. Um, you know yourself, Sam, sometimes you know, the fans take a while to want the players and the judge plays too early. But I think maybe under the range, maybe, you're maybe not really judging a player as much because you maybe trust a manager there, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Aye. Uh, no, definitely. I think we've said again. I know we keep referencing previous podcasts, but I think we've, we've said on them before. There's not what not one player that Ange's brought in that hasn't made an impact in some way. There's not one. That's even including obviously this window that um, obviously within the deadline day, deadline day they know of. But well, maybe apart from Johnny Kenny, but obviously he's not had a chance yet to obviously do that. But anyway. Um, but there's no reason not to trust the players because, as I said, they've no. He's brought them in knowing the type of impact they'd have. Um, and I, but it's in two games in a matter. At least had man in a match in his first game and a really good performance in his second. So okay. I, that, that's it's only two games in. I totally get that people will go. It's only two games in, but as you know yourself, not even just with Celtic, if somebody's had a, uh, two good games back-to-back, it norm- normally sets them on good stead going forward in the career of the team they're playing on. No, oh, definitely, mate. Um, and it's true, I can agree with um, the Martin from YouTube says, um, fitness issue and low confidence with Forrest, not eating them off yet, Bruni was written off, many a team came good, hopefully Forrest can do the same. That's true, Martin. Um, Brown was written off, but I think for me, Martin, um, I don't know what you think yourself, Sam, Martin, but for me, I think Scott Brown was maybe, I think he had a niggling hip injury, he was injured and he was still mm-hmm. going through the pain. Um, and then Rodgers came in and obviously changed his fitness and whatever he changed, it worked for Brown because it basically got his career back in track. Um, with Forrest, I think, I'm not sure if it was Rodgers, Sam, that done it. Um, but I'm, again, I could be talking way out of the water here, but I'm sure somebody told him to move us or something because he was always getting hand injuries to drive or something. I don't know if that's 
I heard that out of the wind, but I don't know if that's true. But if it was, then I can understand because it's a driving long distance season, you're used to getting hamstring injuries, it will affect you. Um, but for me, Forrest, I think that fitness probably could be an issue and obviously own confidence. But Andrew came out and says that he's basically back in his best condition that he's been here. So I don't know if it is his fitness, if it is maybe confidence, or it's just, it's just not the player, the player he's going to be anymore. Um, I can say to you, Sam, as well, that maybe. And the guys in the group chat, maybe he's got to adapt his game, maybe he play a, plays a 10 or yep. maybe he play up front to thank the best of him because I, I think he could still do a job for the team. I don't think he's anywhere near no playing. I think he's still a big asset to his, but I think maybe going forward, if I maybe want to take it to a different level again, I, I maybe think Abada and Jota look the way forward for this season anyway because Abada, you can't, you can't have Abada because the manager's got <laughs> the authority to draft him, but as a fan base, I think Abada's got the nod in um, right. he's got the, the stats that show he's he's doing very well. He, I think he's as every eight, eight, 90 minutes he's he's scoring. Like I know now, sorry, just to say, I know now with the goal yesterday, uh, I keep saying yesterday, Saturday, <laughs> sorry, um, that I think that's 20 or 21 goal contributions this year. I think he's got 12 in the league, maybe 11 or 12 roughly for a 20 year old, and he's uh. In his debut season in a new country, with a team obviously the stature of Celtic. That's, that's unbelievable. It's very good going, mate. Um, and the fact that I think it's two or three months we got for as well, so it's not what we're paid pennies from. Um, no. But I think as well, even on the United game, I thought a bad was actually decent, um, and he scored obviously the goal. Um, I think for me, a bad is he's grown in stature. Um, I don't, I don't think he was brought in to play right away. I thought he'd maybe brought in as a not a veteran player, but to just can I get yourself into the into the team and can I get used to the style and the culture of the of the club? But I think for me the guy's just he's hit the he's hit the natural he's good ground running. He's mm-hmm. superb. Um I he's had the odd game where he's been consistent, but like I've said in previous podcasts, if you're a winger, you've got to be consistent. Maze wingers are inconsistent. Um they might have three or four amazing games and they're quite for tendons. That's just wingers, that's just football. It's different to strikers, they need to go on the ball. But normally wingers, they have the odd two or three games in a row where they're not up to it. Um, but then when you go to Jota, the guy's always on it. That guy is unbelievable. Um, the try, you know, to hooked on him. Because um, I thought it made a big difference. Again, the Saturday when he came on, obviously, we talk about the goal for Abada, Sam. But the ball in for Jota was unbelievable. It was just Aye, a goal I was... Abada. Aye. I, like, I was at the game and where I was sitting, like, it was literally to the left one side of me, so I could see, obviously, like, right in front of me, obviously. I, the bond was absolutely phenomenal. Um, I, obviously, people know my stance on Jota. Obviously, everything is the same anyway, but mine's in particular. You know it. I just... I know you'd, we always get told never fall in love with lone players, but I'm down the rabbit hole. I can't... <laughs> I just I think there's too many... Superlatives and compliments we can use to describe him. He's just unbelievable. Um, his ball in was unreal, and I think, as obviously getting on the uh, topic of the game, I like I don't think we played that bad. I think there was just points where I was like I was sitting and I was like I was wanting to pu- like punch the like, the barrier in front of me just because there was things we were doing. The ball at times was moving too slow. I think, mm. um, especially doing the left one side. And I'm not saying that was scales or forest or beef. I don't know what it was, right? But I just the ball just wasn't moving quick enough. 
And I think obviously with the change of Jota and Juranovic coming on at half time, I think that changed the game entirely. We were quicker and um I even think I know a game will probably go on him, but I even think we Ben Doak had a great game when he came on. Mm-hmm. Um but again I'll leave that till later on. But I that bond was unbelievable because it's the timing it like the timing the pace of the ball as well it's just unbelievable and then obviously the scenes where you see me you see Jota and Juranovic running into the crowd um but I Jota was again it was unbelievable yesterday um I think I don't even think the Dundee United players could keep up with him in terms of because it was just back to his usual being sharp taking players on um just like being Jota, like you know what you get with him. So, I it's just there's too many things. There's, I think me, you, and every other Celtic fans probably ran out of your words in terms of describing his ability and what he can bring. I think, um, like you said, you try and no fall in love with one players, um, but you kind of don't see the one player because he's been that good. <laughs> because most of the time you get a one player in the last few years, I've never really been that good. Uh, give or take a few. Erinusi was decent. Um, some fans are still dividing opinion on Erinusi, but um, Stuart Martin speaks that and Jota and Carter Bickers signed for deadline. That <laughs> is wishful thinking, mate. Um, I, do, I don't know if we'll get anybody in. I know I've, I've heard through a few whispers myself, but um, you may get one in, maybe a loan deal, or if we can get I think Andrew says maybe, it's only, maybe somebody comes up here. Um, so... Again, it's worth thinking to get them both in the same window, but I do believe that there's been talks between the two of them. Um, I do believe there's been advanced talks with Jota and certain things. Well, not happens, no, I don't know. Um, but I think if you can get the two for the price you're talking, I think it's roughly maybe £12 million for the two of them. I think if you sign them, I don't know if that's 100% quotations, but you, you, especially Jota, you're going to double your money in Jota if you sign them 100%. Maybe in treble your money because the guy is going to go further. As I say, nobody's bigger than Celtic. We're a massive, massive club and a massive institution, but a massive everything. But players have got ambitions <coughs> to play at a higher level in Europe and whatever else. People want to play Barcelona, Real Madrid. His option team is to play Benfica. So well know that as he's thinking that he maybe he's maybe got to a stage at the end of this season where he can maybe go and play Benfica. Um, but again. You've seen the reaction moving Saturday, Sam. Um, that's not a guy that doesn't like playing here. That's a guy that loves playing here. Yep. He's elated that we've got the goal. He's, he knows that it's a massive win, it's a massive goal. And when you love a club or you don't want to beat a club, you don't, obviously, at the moment, in the moment, you can act like that anyway. But when a player acts like that, if a game, you don't mean something. And I think for me, most of the team, they get Celtic now. Maybe last year, some of the players didn't really, really mean what it meant to Celtic and the fans, I think, but obviously going for 10 in a row and doing well in Europe. I don't think we've done too bad in we beat some decent teams and stuff, but um, on the whole, last season was very disappointing. I don't think some of the players knew last season what they were going into, and I think this year, but it seems yet they've all been briefed to what to expect this year, what to expect with Celtic. And as I said, I think I said in the previous podcast before the game of Saturday that having a tour at Celtic Park and the tour guide basically says Joe Hart came on a tour and he took his family and he was asking everything about the club. He was wanting to know every single thing and he says, I think he can have regrets no coming here before he did because I know there was rumours about him coming last year but um, I think for me Sam, I think you can see as well in the park and 
after party, even the social media and stuff, that the club are on a, a unit again. And I think Saturday was a big, a big level for that because you seen the end of the game and they're all celebrating and they're all together. I think that's the thing that we're all together again as a club and the fan base. Aye, um, because obviously we all know what happened last season. I'm not going to get into that because that annoys me thinking about it. Um, but I, I think this year, obviously with the signings that were brought in, not even just the signings, but obviously the whole club is in general. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody knows obviously what it's like to play for Celtic, but I think... Me personally, I think Angie's got a big part to play in that because he's probably all sat them down and says, look, this is what I want, this is what it is to play for this club. Um, obviously, go out and win every week. Sometimes you can't do it, obviously, unfortunately, but I think he's instilled that in them as well. And obviously, as you just said about Joe Hart, he um, he's obviously come out and stated that he was took a back. He said he knew how obviously big a club we were, but he didn't realise how big it actually is. Um so I, I think there's there's a unity there, which as you said wasn't there last year, um, and it's just wee things because obviously as we've said before it's like Hart uh, like Hart and Juranovic coming out for dinner, these two players coming out and etc etc. So it's just it's just it's good to see again because it's not been there I'd say probably in about a year and a half, two years maybe, mm-hmm. um, and. You can see it now as well on the park, not even just at it. They're fighting for each other. It's not just a case of like playing for that particular person. Because I think probably people might disagree. I think as well as he done, I think Edward was playing for himself to get a bigger move than what he was um, personally. But now again, you see it where again they're all fighting for each other. They're fighting for the badge and whatever. And it's it's great to see because again, it's not been there. And that's what we need going into these latter stages of the season. Um, and I, it's just, it's class to see, to be honest. So I think as well, as you mentioned there, um, we're all together. And obviously when Anne's come in, you've seen all the bits of visual clips and we don't stop, we celebrate at the end, and et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's the thing we are. I know people will say that, I know in previous years, we've had a, a knack of stone last minute goals. That's no doing, people obviously say it's jammy or it's fluky, it's this and that. It's no fluky and jammy, it's just consistency of going to the end and wanting to win. Endeavour, just desire to win football games, I think that's what we've got. Um, I just, even myself, even the last few minutes, you're thinking, we're going to score, we're going to score. Because it was coming in a full game, the amount of chances we missed Jack and Marcus, missed a few, um, people gave him a bit of, a bit of stick about his, his sitter. I think I'm going to, for me as a striker, I'm going to give him a bit of a doubt. I think I can't say he should be stoned, but it's a crack save at point. Uh, point I, I was, I, um, I agree, because I was sitting right behind it. So I could see, like, it was just, I think he was anticipating Seagrass going left. And obviously he was going to put it to that corner, but obviously he's, he's went to go left, but he's just stuck his foot out. So I can see why people say he should be stoned, but I'm with you, I think it's just a cracking save. I don't think he played, people gave him a bit of jerks and he didn't play that well. I don't think he played that bad. Um, I think he had to do better in the game, he should be scoring. Um, but I thought in a whole, I think as a squad mate, we didn't play that bad. Even the guys that came on the park, um, as a subs, I don't think, obviously Ben Doak. Um, I think that boy's a talent. Um, you can, a few times he tried to get by men and they're just pushing him off. I think maybe the physical aspect, 
he's obviously on a development. I, I, I said that to people running about me. There was times when there was just like, gone that, and I was like, he's right, just he's, no. He's 16, isn't he? So, aye, aye. I, I get he's just time to develop, but it's just like he's just no get that physicalness about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sorry, it's just I I would agree with that because I like I said I said it to people running about me that he's just getting muscled off the ball too easy, but. Um, I thought he but was it twenty minutes, twenty five minutes he had. I can't remember roughly, but that roughly, yeah. I thought he played. I thought he played brilliant because I thought there was times where the final ball in wasn't the best. Obviously, there was great balls in, like even Abada played a few, and that's one. But only the one criticism I've had is his final end, end ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought Ben Doak was class. Just to, like I said, his balls in, taking a man on. Like I get he's only 16, but he's everything we've just complained at Forest Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, I think so. for his age, mate, you can see that he's obviously got something because Anne says he's, he's been training for a while with him. So to train with the first team at 16, you, you need to be an exceptional talent, especially nowadays at Celtic. Um, and even previous previous um, squads, you've got to be exceptional at 16 to play with Celtic. Um, I it did... It did look a bit, I would say, the physical aspect. But again, he's only sixteen. He's, he might start. He might just be left school. I think he's maybe just full time now. So, his physical attributes have developed over time. And I think obviously training with the squad, I think he's just going to get even better. Um, obviously, he'll have his own plan of how to get himself better. Because I think he's, you can see it, Sam. He's got something like he says. He was taking guys on. He's very quick as well. Um, yep. And to have that at 16, he's only going to get even better. Um, so I think it's every place to young boy, 16 year old, to come in and play Celtic Park with February. And, team, and I'll give you Ange as well a bit of, a bit of pace here, Sam, as well. He didn't need to put him on. You're chasing the game. Um, yep. There's nothing each you're chasing the game. It's a must, must one game. Just going to say that, eh? And you're throwing a 16 year old boy. So that takes boys for the manager, but the, the manager's no daft, Sam. I think he knows what he's doing. He's done it with Dawson, he's done it with Moffat. He wanted to find these boys in if he didn't think they were good enough. Um, and I've always said it doesn't matter if you're 14, obviously you can't play 14, but if you're 14, 15, 16, whatever age you're, if you're good enough to play at a higher level or whatever level we, but you're playing at, it's a better level than you're playing at, then I see you're, you're, <laughs> you're in the right place, you're good enough to play there because age doesn't matter when it comes to your football. If you're 16 and you're good enough, then fire away because look at Kim Taylor when the first time in. People yeah. are thinking, who's this wee guy? And then within two years, man, bulked up phenomenal. And we all look at him. So I think the boys get a very, very bright future at Celtic. Maybe no long term at Celtic because they might go elsewhere and play. But as it stands at the moment, I think he's got every chance of getting more minutes on the park this season because if he trusts him in a game like that, who's to say that might not play in a bigger game or a, or a lesser game? Aye. Because um, as you say, he's just. At sixteen, that's the but again you can only judge a player after you can't or sorry, you can't judge a player, especially at that age, of a twenty five minute cameo, if you will. Um but what you were saying obviously about the manager, I think it does take big balls to do that because as you say, you're chasing I was just gonna say before you put the point across, because you are chasing the game, you're chasing the game, you're nothing each. Obviously we should have won it bit more, right? But that's right, that's about another point, but you expect to throw in your more experienced players, and I know he didn't have a very not no very limited he'd sort of limited options in the bench. Um, but I he didn't need to do that. 
and I thought, as I said earlier, he came on and had a great game. Um, and that will only set him in good stead because thinking about it as well, obviously we're chasing a game that's sixty thousand plus fans in that stadium for a sixteen-year-old to come off the bench. So thinking about it, his half must have been going like that and like clutching like mad. Um, but I don't think he's get. I'm not saying obviously other people say it, but in case anybody comes out late, so I don't think he could keep his head high based on his performance. Um, and as you say, I think. He's got a bright future, whether it's been a, I'm not obviously early days, but being a one club man or going on to obviously bet like better things. I'm using that in quotation marks because I there's like the likes of Barca Real, but I think we're obviously just as big a club to be honest. But that's again another story. Um by I think we just need to I think as well as I agree, age doesn't matter in terms of talent, but he might, as I think you said it earlier on, he might still be in school, so you need to have that balance because he might get like too big headed and then fall off the face of the earth. So, um, I think it's careful treatment in terms of what games he plays in and the minutes he gets, etc. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I was very impressed with him yesterday. I, I keep saying yesterday, I am um, very impressed with him on Saturday. Um, he was one of the players I thought I, I was like, you can again. Have your head held high because obviously you were saying about Jackie Marcus. I thought he was good at points, but it just needs to be more take his time because I think there was times where he sort of lashed at shots and everybody could have took his time and maybe I'm not saying he would have scored, but maybe had a better chance of scoring than he did. So I I kind of went in between Doak and Jackie Marcus there, but I on Doak, I think. He's got a very bright future at Celtic. As you mentioned there about uh, Jack and Marcus, um, Martin, hopefully that's Jack and Marcus' pool game out the way and he plays well on Wednesday. I think he will come good. I'm agreeing with you, Martin. I think the guy's got quality. Um, I think he's maybe trying too hard. I don't know what you think, Sam, but I think he's trying hard to impress. And I don't think he needs to try hard because we've seen what he done last year for Vendlo. He got 31 goals or whatever as in all competitions in a decent league. Um, against some top teams, so I think it's good to us as well to give him the service because, uh, like JP says, he didn't think he's a bad game and if it was any use him, I'm kind of agreeing with you, JP, as well, mate. That I think if I've got a guy with that stature in the box, I think we need to use him, like I said before. Ten Castle, Sam, if we have got him in the box, we need to utilize him, we need to get coaches in the box, we, we, need, to, we need to get him in the box because there's no point in having him in the box with his stature that target man X type thing, if you don't want to use him. Because um, I think he's pitiful. And we- I think Wednesday, I think we're playing Wednesday. Um, I know there was a few fans are maybe saying, but I've had maybe go up front and Forrest get away something different. But I think the physical aspect, I think Jack and Marcus will do well against Rangers. I think you'll need to do well against Rangers because, you know, Sam, it's going to be a physical game against Rangers. So, um, I don't think he played that bad on Saturday. Um, should have scored. I think that's maybe the only thing I would say. Should have done better when it comes to finishing. Um, I think that whole Sam, I think if we were more clinical, that's a game where we, we spoke about. Could have been a 4 or 5 nothing game. We're, we're due to give somebody a right good hiding. Hopefully it's Wednesday, but we're due to give somebody a massive doing because the football's there, the chances are there. It's just where I know we can be clinical enough to create it. Because I generally believe, see if you've got. I'm not why he gives you matches too much here, but see if that's Kyogo, I think it's two or three goals or so. 
Yeah. Um, I do think I do think Marcus has got the quality to play with Celtic. Um, you've seen it on YouTube. I've seen highlights of his games for Venlo. He's got something. But like I say, I don't think we utilise him enough on Saturday. We put the balls in the box. It's all he put the ball in the box. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But you've got to give him a chance to get there. Um, but I remember doing a pod a few months ago with Rex Sherlock. We're talking about Parkland. And I think he said, I think it was Tommy Burns that says to him. Sure it was Tommy Burns. He says, as long as you're a winger and you get that ball in between either the backstack, the goalkeeper, or the middle, and you've done your job, it's up to the striker to get there. So uh, it's got to, Jack and Marcus has got to move. His movement's got to be first class to get to that ball, but the process have to be a pinpoint. So um, Adi and JP says he felt the tempo drop people Jota, Janovic, and Dr. Mon. I agree, JP's well, mate, when it comes to the tempo. I think the subs changed the game as well. Um, I don't know you think you are about Sam. I've, as soon as he came in, I couldn't believe he signed him. Um, I think it was 2.5 million, 2.75 million, an absolute steal again. Daylight robbery, a mask should be on by the board because they've done a blinder here. Obviously, Andy signed him, but the board have sanctioned it. Um, I know there was talk about there was trying to get the board to get, I think he went to Galatasaray, the guy for the end, I'm sure. Um, and obviously the board were unsure about sanctioning uh, Janovic and were sanctioned it and his creation is right back there's no creation is right back if you're hopeless you know what I mean the guy's equality he's quick he whips the ball in he covers the defence quickly um, only Janovic Sam I think, they, I think he played well on Saturday um, I think he's played part for the odd maybe two or three games he's, his performance is that but on the whole he's been very consistent and I think I know people are talking about Ralston you can see you can see the quality in Uranovic and for me, as much as it's hard on Ralston to drop him, I think Uranovic is a mainstay now until Uranovic has a bad game. But I think the way Andrews want to play Sam, they will get switched or you might play Uranovic at left back. Because on Wednesday we're all saying it could be skills up there. If you play Ralston right back on Wednesday and play Uranovic at left back, so we've got options now. Um but on Uranovic, Sam, I think the guy's an absolute fantastic player. Aye. Um I always did think that, but it's only in the last, I'd say, maybe a couple of months that I've looked at it and I've went, aye, like, he's, as you say, it's a daylight robbery for only two and a half billion pounds. Because um, it's just a wee, it's not even, like, because I agree with everything that he said in terms of he's, what, he's, uh, he's crossing, how he whips a ball in. And it's just, again, the wee small ones, because you've seen it at Tynecastle, but I can't remember think it was Boyce that was thrown, like, no, it was close to being one-on-one anyway, and Juranovic uh, covered a good few yards to get back and take the ball off him. So, again, as much as it's obviously harsh on Ralston, would Ralston be able to cover that? So, but as you say, you don't get to be your country's number one right-back if you're garbage. Um, and I, 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 think he's, I think he was brilliant when he came on. I think him, even Taylor, like as much as obviously you don't like him and I've been one of his biggest critics. I think he, he was done well when he came on on Saturday. Um, and the subs did definitely change the game. 
because you, you think about it as well, we played three different people at right-back on Saturday as well. Oh. Uh, left-back, sorry. We played three different people at left-back, but Ion Juranovic, I think he's a class act. I think he gets, going back to our point earlier, I think he gets what Celtic is about. Um, he's just, again, it's just the best word I can use. He's a class act. It's just that even as well when you've seen him and Jota running into the crowd, we've not had that at Celtic in years. And I've seen a hang on Twitter and it says that'll maybe rival like Jota and Urano, which can in the crowd and maybe rival Larson sticking out of the tongue. I wouldn't go that far, I'd maybe put it in the same bracket, but it's just it's wee things like that. I just again I, I know I've just said it, but I think he just gets what we're about. And it's it's just class to see. Cause again, I was sitting like I kind of threw a stone and like landed on that's how close they were, and you just seen the emotions for a day two and obviously the full fans, um, but it's just I hope he does play. Like, I think he will, and I hope he does play Wednesday because he's, as you said, he's the mainstay now until he has a, a bad game, and the thing I think Ralston could do as well, but the thing mate, he's versatile and all, so he can play either side. He could maybe. I know obviously people maybe not agree, but it could maybe do a job in midfield as well, if, if vitally crucially need be. Um, but uh, he's another one. And he's the one, obviously, we talk about Jota, Kyogo, Joe Hart, etc. I think he's one that goes under the radar. And I, I don't think he's one of these players that commands the applaud. I think he just goes about his business and just does his business quietly. Um, and big up to the board for sanctioning, obviously. The two and a half billion pound robbery of the, of the year. Oh mate, he's he's brilliant. Um, I agree that I think he could play maybe a, a right wing back or a right mid. I think he's got the pace. I think he's got the technical ability to do it. Um, so again, you've got that option if like Abada or Forrest are injured, you can put your hands straight mid and play Ralston right back now. Um, so you've got options in the squad. But obviously for me as well, Saturday B Tong is sent off. Um, I know you mentioned Greg Taylor. I'm going to give him a bit of... I know he get fouled here. I know he get fouled. But... I think You're just he, looking for every chance to <laughs> criticise him. <laughs> no, he get, he get caught twice. He get caught, he get caught twice fanning on the ball. Dilly-dallying the ball. He get caught out twice dilly-dallying the ball. Whether that was because of the options, I don't know. But he get caught out twice and then that and that caused me to foul him. You could probably see it could have been a on him. But foul or no, you've still got to play on in day of game. And he just gave up. He's like, oh, referee, fellow. And that, see, see if he's pulled for that free kick. Who's to say that we don't want to score a goal? I end all the game, but that should get the Wednesday's game up on a, on a back burner. So, yep. um, I, I just, I do believe Scales is, for me, he's a better left back, especially going forward. Um, but I think, obviously, it's a deadline day. Well, no, we got a left back today, Sam, I don't know, but. I think left back for me, we need to sign a top. Obviously, I'm, when I'm saying top quality, I mean quality that we can get, obviously, value wise and whatever else, because we're not going to get a Kieran Tierney again, let's be fair. So, unless he gets through the youth and he's phenomenal. Um, but I'm not comparing these two to Kieran Tierney because you've got to know that because Kieran Tierney was a one half. Um, as a Gary, when he first came in, was a one half because he was phenomenal as well. So, um, Wednesday, for going to Wednesday, I don't know who you put left back for me, it'd be scales, but because um, I think the pace will be a thing, because if I speak boy Darrow's playing on that side, the pace will be a, a big thing, because let's be fair, Tavney might be hopeless defensively, but he's decent going forward, this boy Diallo, people might say, oh he's only a young boy, 
he's quick, he's dynamic, and he might he might be a threat to us. But as I said in the group chat, if you give him a, a crunch and tackle early on, the wee boy the wee boy might shift it because I don't think he's going. It's all right going at Old Trafford. It's all right going in, in Italy and Atlanta. But even going at Celtic Park under the lights and a and a, a Wednesday night and a pitiful game against Rangers, it, that takes its toll against any English game and any Italian game. So, um, yes. for me, Taylor. I think he caused the red card in a way. Beaton had to do it because the guy, I know Starfelt could have, Starfelt or Scales, I don't know who it was, they could have covered, but that's not the point. I think Beaton was unlucky. He had to do it for the team, he took one for the team. Um, I thought he played well on Saturday as well. Um, I think on the whole, for me, the left-back situation, I don't know if you think of the left-back situation, Sam, it's been a, a bugbear, I think, for Celtic since the the left. I've, I've spent money in fear of uh, Ball and Golly, Taylor, Scales now, with logo, a guy who you go, right, he's a left back from your own. Um, if it's going to take maybe Ranovic's point there at the end of the season and Ralston might back to, to we get a bit of quality in it, then so be it. But I think Anz likes Taylor because he's given him a new deal. Like I said before, I don't know how we get a new deal. Does he deserve a new deal? Um, but again, we've got to trust the manager in this situation. He sees him every day in training. But the left back, Sam, I really don't know. Do we get some in before the end of the, end of the window? Or is there somebody better lined up for the summer? Because I think Andrew's got a lot of plans. I don't think he's a guy that's going to sit still. Yeah. Sit still. I think we're going to be a, a revolving door club now. I think there's going to be players every, every summer. I'll be going out if they're Deadwood. I think they'll be gone. No, like last year we kept Deadwood. I think this year, maybe in the window, in the last few years, the window, Barcast, yeah, they might be gone. So, um, But the left back, Sam, I don't know what you think. Um, I know you said to help. It, it, it didn't play that bad. I just think. The two decisions that he got caught on could have cost us again. Aye. Um, it's one of the ones because, although we all know your opinions obviously on him, um, I think it's a tough one because I don't think he is Celtic's life back personally, but I think he's been good since he came back after his injury. Um, obviously, in the the shoulder surgery after that, I mean, sorry. But I, overall, going forward long term, I don't think he's the answer personally. Mm-hmm. And that's harsh because, again, I think he has been good. I thought he was decent when he came on on Saturday. All being a bar in the, the incident with Beaton's second jailer. Um, I just I don't know. It's a hard situation because we need to... We can't, obviously, we've no get the money to go out and spend in a 30, 40 million pound left back. So it's one of the ones do you bring something in loan or like but as you say, I don't think Angie's the type of guy to sit in his backside and just let things go. I think he's mm-hmm. he's on the ball, he's keeping track of like every possible market that he could, obviously especially the Japanese market. Um and as you say as well, we've no properly replaced your league. You're never gone obviously because as you, as you say and I agree with you. He's one in, maybe I don't want to say one in a lifetime type players, but you're very you're going to be very hard to find a player similar to him come through your youth academy or to pop up in like whatever market obviously um, you you find. But I think overall we do need to go maybe no obviously because it's going to be hard now with the deadline day of the day, but whether it be the summer window coming up obviously in a couple of months or whatever, I think we need to find a longer term solution left back because again, albeit they've got they've got attributes that I like, but 
I don't think Scales or Taylor will be the long-term option. No, I'm the same as you, mate. Um, unless Scales is Angie's man, um, then I think Taylor's maybe just here as a backup now. But I personally agree with you. People, I know people are saying that we can only sign 15, 20 million pound players, whatever. Right? I understand that, but the money we go for Tierney, right? We went to sign Taylor and Ball and Golly. Just say seven million to do them. Why just not go out and pay seven million pounds for a, a decent, decent left back? Um, we've we've got the money to sign players for five million pounds because we're going to replace somebody's going to be sold next year for ten million. That's just a way Celtic have got that value in players now. Yeah. Whether it's I'm not trying to sell guys here, but whether it's Rogic, McGregor, I'm just saying guys have value here. Um, Janovic, maybe if, if he goes and has a brilliant World Cup, if Croatia qualify, but if they qualify, so you've got a World Cup coming up as well here. So, and then the year, so players will, if they play well and some of the players go, their markets are going to rise, so it's only going to benefit us. But the left back, mate, I don't know why we just didn't go and buy a solid fucking left back for five, six million pounds, whatever it is. Just bite the bullet and there, because like we were saying before. When you sign project players for three and a half, four million for projects, and if they come in and play like the Kamalas, I don't think he get a chance, but he's then obviously doing okay in the MLS. But then people will give the MLS a bit of stick. The MLS is a decent standard now. Decent players are gone. They've got the facilities and the weather and everything else. So that's still as doom as gloom as, uh, doom and gloom as I think it was once was. Um, but I don't, the left back, mate, I really don't know. I didn't know any players after him, he didn't make a sign. Obviously, Andrew had that in his, in his locker. And as you say, the Japanese market could be a thing. Um, I like to think there's a very good left back in the Japanese market. But I think because we've signed guys like Hitati, Maeda for a bit of cheapness, I would say, I think all these clubs in that type of market, that kind of country, will be a bit more wise to that now. Aye. Um, I was just going to say that, aye. So maybe the left back, I don't know, Yokohama is maybe worth two million. They might want four million pound now because you know how good he is and how good he might be. Um yeah. but as well, I, I don't think I'm not saying it's a necessity to get a left back in January or the summer, but I think I think it all depends, Sam, on how we do towards the end of the season. If we win the league and then obviously that's the fruits of the Champions League and all that money, I think you'll see maybe two or three top quality players come in. Um, yes. I think it, it opened the market for us, I think, going forward because no player wants to come and play qualifiers. There's a bigger aspect to come to Celtic. Obviously, Celtic as a whole has a big aspect, it's a big move. It's nobody needs to tell you what Celtic's all about. But if you come to Celtic when you've got six games in Europe to play in the big stage, it's a, it's a bigger, bigger draw to a player, I would like to think. Um, so, say for talk, say if it's like one Yama again, you can get one Yama again because you've got the money to sign him now. Um, permanently. Again, I, I'm just talking that as a scenario because obviously we're rumoured to get him in the summer and stuff. So, um, But obviously, as well, Sam, on the game, the roar for the goal with Abada, it was, I think it was a sense of thank fuck than anything else. Aye, that's coming for something that was actually there because uh, there was a a guy sitting next to me with his three wins and he, he fucked off and left. He's like, because he's, he wrapped a scarf through his son. I, I, I kept thinking he was going to punch the barrier, like, obviously, he cushioned his, so he didn't punch it, like, bare-handed, but 
Um, aye, it was it was a sense of uh, fuck <laughs> because although because I, I I was frustrated. Don't mean I obviously you're going to be into the last couple of minutes of a game and your team are still drawing nothing each. Um, but as you said earlier, I thought a goal was always coming because we had countless. I don't even know how many shots we had. I never even checked, but we had countless chances and. One of them, at least one of them, had to give. One of them, and um, I think I said it to you. But although obviously the atmosphere is tremendous, nine times out of ten, all being, I'm not going to get into it, but silent protest and everything, barring all that, um, it's always class. But I think that for me was one of the best roles that's been at Celtic Park since I can remember. Anyway, um, I think it was obviously a mixture of relief because obviously it's a 90 second or whatever minute winner it was and it was a like a pivotal win like I know it was at home but Dundee United very, never really or never ever a good or an easy team to play against sorry because they're obviously stuffy as all our teams are when they play against Celtic but I just think people say obviously and I agree with them I'm not disagreeing but people say they're away when Aberdeen was a turning point which I agree with in games like that. I think that, me personally, will come a turning point come the end of the season because it's just there's so many factors. Obviously, with them dropping points, if we don't win that, we draw, obviously, and claw back one, it just makes it harder for us. I'm not saying we're out of the title race, but it makes it harder, obviously. Um, and it just makes Wednesday even more pitiful that we win more so than obviously already was anyway. So, I the roar was absolutely tremendous. I just looked around after that. Cause I was obviously jumping up and down, and you just seen everybody just up and down. And like, I know it's probably going to be another topic that we could talk about for ages, but but like, it seems stupid. But there wasn't a phone, like, nobody was video, and it was just it was raw emotion. Um, but I the roar was unreal. Like, honestly, I was sitting there and I had goosebumps at how big the roar was. and Look, a lot of the players obviously gone into that side of the crowd and Jota Miranovic and it's it's games like that that make me Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Obviously, although you, you can agree yourself, Fitbag gives you a heart attack at some points, but I think it's games like that that make you appreciate Fitbag and obviously make you love Celtic more than obviously you already do. It's just for moments like that because they come very few and far between, I find anyway. I think that game just shows you exactly why fans need to be in the stadium. Yep. Football makes fans. Um, imagine showing that going the last minute and it was last season with no fans. It would have been all brilliant, like cool, on to Wednesday. It wouldn't be their own motion. It's just, as she says, mate, doing England, I'm not going to criticise English football. I don't like it personally. I think it's overhyped and overpaid and whatever else. You go to Man United, you go to Man City, they're all wanting shirts, they're all wanting their phones out, they're all wanting photos, they're all filming the free kicks, they're filming the penalties. I don't see the only time I've got my, my phone filming stuff is maybe the walk alone at the start of the game or something, all the disco lights. That's it. Um, obviously, Celtic back tonight, I said no anyway, so what's the point? <laughs> um, but 
It's just, as he says, it was just raw football. Nathan's just sheer enjoyment of the game, enjoyment of the goal, and I think that's what's missing for football now. Um, football's obviously getting more branded now, it's getting more social thing when it comes to social media and people wanting this and people wanting that, brands. Are, it's just, I think football's, the fans are football, like Jock Steen that says, football put fans in nothing. I think yep. Saturday proved that. Um, I think if there was no fans, would we have got the goal? It's, I think the fans, like I says, I'm not going to really talk about Rangers because I don't like doing it, but you watch some of their games and it's after 15 minutes, ooh, get the ball to park, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. There was a few moments on Saturday, but it was just frustration. But we wrote our team on and you can see that on Saturday. Um, and I think we'll be the same on Wednesday, obviously. Um, but obviously, uh, JP says the thoughts and Mikey Johnson. Um, JP, I think, <laughs> I think you know my thoughts on Johnson. JP, I, think, um, I don't think he's doing enough for Celtic. Um, I know he's had a few injury problems. Maybe, I don't know if that's, if it's obviously the mental capacity to go back for long-term injuries. Listen, I've been injured myself. I know how hard it is to go back mentally. Um, it's one of the hardest things I've ever, I've ever done personally. Um, so I don't know how much it's hard be for a guy that's his job day in, day out. So we don't know the full ins and outs, say obviously how fit he is. I've heard he's injured again, supposedly. We've just seen the group chat there that he's not injured again. So we'll know that's true and I'm not sure. We'll need to confirm that. But, um, but I think Mikey Johnson, JP, for me, I don't think he's going to make it. I think maybe guys ahead of him so far, Jais and Dajota, Shabada, even Forrest is still ahead of him. I think the boy Doak might get a chance um, this season because obviously if he's injured, then there's going to be a space on the bench for a winger. So we'll know that means, Sam, that we get somebody in to the season if that is true that Johnson's injured, where they get a winger in, I don't know. Um, but I don't know your thoughts and obviously would Doak be ahead of Johnson? I really don't know, JP. I, I don't really know how how I can put that across because the boy Doak's only made his debut, mate. So I don't know what you think, Sam, but for me, I don't know. I don't want you ahead him, but I think the boy will play more minutes this for the rest of the year because on that performance, I think he deserves to get more minutes on, on show. Aye, uh, definitely. But I... Johnson's a hard one because people like to give him a wee bit of slack because he's injuries, which is fair enough because he's only young um, and he's obviously got time to develop. I but I don't I agree with you, I don't think he's going to make it, to be honest. Um, and I feel bad saying that because I'd, I'd never want Wani Arane to no succeed. Um, but he's just... I don't know if it's, I think it's a mixture of like his decision making, like he's a, I'm not doubting his ability, I'm just going to say his ability, but I'm not doubting that, but I don't know, it's just, it's things like he's, again, his decision making that, and it seems stupid saying that, but it's just, it's, to play in a team like Celtic, we things like your decision making need to be, I know they can't be perfect all the time, but more often than not, they need to be good. And we're obviously come back to the forest point. We made that before his, his decision making's poor. Um but I just I don't think Mikey Johnson's gonna cut it, unfortunately. And as I keep saying, I'd love it. I don't mind if he proves me wrong. If he goes out like if he comes back and goes out and plays brilliant, he's in the next season, etc. etc. Um I don't mind them proving me wrong, but I agree with your point, I don't think he'll cut it. Just here's one as well, if I'll put to yourself, Sam, and anybody else who's listening can comment as well. We let Sam Novich go because he was injured all the time. So what's the difference to Mikey Johnson? 
Simonovic's knees was done, but he still played maybe 20 to 25 games a season. I think the year before he played, I think the year before they let him go, I think he played a, a decent amount of games. Um, again, I don't, I don't believe that was a manager decision. I think that was a board decision because he's injured. Um, and they were obviously paying his injury balls and they thought this is too much. We can't have a guy on the bench ball that's not really going to play a full season. Um, I thought Simonovic was a decent talent. I liked him. He had the odd mistake in him. But I thought it was decent. Him and uh, Shevchenko, I think they took a good partnership. I thought they two were decent. Personally, I don't believe so let Shevchenko go either. Um, I know he could have been a wee tiny bit slow, but I thought he done okay. Um, I don't... Again, on, um, on that situation, I think... What do you do with Johnson? Do you put him on... If he's, obviously, we don't know if he's injured. We don't know if it's serious. If, it, if that is true, I need to confirm that. But I think he needs to get on loan. To play games. I don't think he's going to get games here every week. Um, I think maybe you know an Aberdeen or a Hibs or somebody like that to play week in, week out. Maybe somebody doing a championship or whatever to play games consistently. I think Sam's going to be the best option for him because he can't play in the B team. There's no development squad anymore to play in. So, um, just let's be fair, Jota and Abada and Forrest are going to be the three winners that you're going to normally use at the end of the season. Um, and obviously, Paul Paul says he thinks Jack and Max will come good. He rates Taylor and Sweets Taylor. I think I agree with you there, Paul. I think he does rate him. Um, and he seems to link up well with Jota on the left hand side. I agree with you there, Paul, as well. I think he does um, do well with him. But I'm just focused on the. I don't think he's. I think he's got to do better going forward when it comes to putting the ball in as well. You've seen it with Scales for the ball for Jackie Marcus. I think Scales is a better end product than Greg Taylor. Um, but then again, I think defensively, Taylor's a bit better. I think going forward skills is better. I don't know what you think of that, Sam. Then I'll go to the last bit of the pod. But um I agree with you in a sense, Paul. I do think he Ange rates him. I think that's why he gave my new deal. Um I'm agreeing as well. I think Jack and Marcus will come good. I don't know if Taylor will be the long term left back, but I do think Ange does rate him because so that's why I gave him a new deal and probably a wage rise as well. Aye, it's it's one of the ones as I've obviously said earlier, it's hard because he probably is a better defensive option um, than Skills, but I agree with you in the sense that Skills is better going forward. Um, but it's just, who do you play? I think it depends on the team you play and all. I think, for example, if you're playing a stuffier team, then you play Skills, because obviously it gives you that option going forward. But if you're playing a team maybe like Rangers, then you play Taylor. But I don't know, it's obviously a flip of a, date, uh, a coin, sorry. Mm. Um but I don't know. It's it's just a hard one because I think obviously that Paul said and what we've said. I think Ange does right Taylor. I agree with that. Otherwise, it wouldn't go a new deal. It wouldn't get played, etc., etc. Um, but I think I don't know. I don't know that point about him linking up with Jota. I actually think Juranovic links up better on the left back spot than with Jota than Taylor does. Because mm-hmm. um, you seen it on Saturday, the two of them are like brilliant together on that left hand side. Um, but I think, and it probably me just picking Jot up a wee bit too much there. But I think, uh, I think that he's just one of the players that makes the players run about him better mm. because of his ability and the like the like the vibe he's off. But I just mean again, maybe picking Jot up too much. Um, but I, I on Taylor, I just I think it's it's poor. Uh, not poor. I think it's bad on him because again. It does seem like a stand-up guy. He seems like a down-to-earth guy, and 
just love I think I, I he genuinely does love playing for Celtic you can see it he loves playing for Celtic but I don't think he's got the option and the answer to what we need going forward No I agree mate um, and obviously just a, a brief two minute chat about Wednesday mate um, which uh, obviously we're doing a, a big deadline day live podcast uh, tonight from 6pm on to midnight hopefully um, try and get any wee deals we can get in and um, a few kind of different topics obviously We'll go into tonight, but it's, I would say it's a lot of content involved tonight. Um, a lot of guys help me out, chip in, and I think they've been absolutely fantastic um, bit of content for some fans to listen to. Um, hope you can all tune in at 6 pm tonight. It'll be on YouTube, um, Facebook, and all other platforms. Um, obviously, the Sam Rangers game, I think obviously we'll go into more detail in the next two or three days about it. But um, what's your kind of opinions on obviously the game and how do you think we'll line up? Um, I think because I always say that form and momentum and everything doesn't matter in uh, these type of games, but I think this one weirdly I think it does because they have. I'm not saying they've had a bad stretch of games. Obviously, the last game against Ross County and then the game against Aberdeen. I know they've won one or two games in between, but I just think the new weirdly I think we've got the momentum going it, whereas they are a wee bit stagnant. Mm-hmm. Just a wee, a wee bit behind, as I'd say, but again, the fun games, but I think it's a big game, as I said earlier, no matter what the situation is, but I think now with them dropping points, obviously, on Saturday, us clawing it back to two points, it's the closest this title race has been all season, so it was a must-win game regardless, anyway, but I think now it's a must-win game for both teams. I, I think I'd slightly say towards us, because... Mm-hmm. Obviously, if they've got to be as they stretch it back to five, um, it's. I'm always nervously excited for these games anyway, but I think now it's just, again, with all these situations that I've just explained, I think it's making me more nervous. Um, but in terms of the lineup, I think it'd be a case of Hart, obviously, Hart and goals. He's not going to get took out, obviously. Uh, Juranovic, Starfield, Vickers, Scales, I'd say. Uh, I'd probably go McCarthy, O'Reilly and Rio and then Jota, Yakimakis and Abada. I think that's the lineup I'd go with because um, obviously you're not going to drop Abada after scoring the, the, the winner which I don't think no, I'm not saying you but I think people are overlooking because it's great composure for a 20 year old to take that ball down mm-hmm. and then hit it because they could have just lashed at it and obviously maybe put it in the bar or something so um, he's undrappable. Jota, obviously, again, you know what you get with him. He's undrappable. And the reason I say Yakimakis is because the point we made earlier, with the physical centre halves that Rangers have got, I think we'll need that. They're similar to Hearts in the sense that they'll rough you up and mm-hmm. um, obviously stuff like that. So I, it's that's my lineup. I'd go with anyway. I don't know if obviously you and people watching and listening would agree, but that's what I'd go with. No, I think roughly, I think most, most players will, and most players, most fans will be the same thinking, mate. Obviously, these games can be nerve-wracking, but obviously, when you get to the game, I'm going to go to the game myself, and you're going to go, oh, right, you can I get in the, in the, in the, in the, in the stadium and thinking, right, here we go. You get a bit of nerves, but I'm actually quietly confident because, like you say, you've got points. I've watched them this season when they've been on the terrain and stuff, and people have said, Geo's been a good brand of football and stuff. I don't know whether they're pulling it for. Um, I think they've not really performed very well. Um, 
I think we're football wise, we are by far the better team. I think if we came out the box, we get an early goal. Um, I think it's, it's me personally, I'm not going to say it's make or break, but I think whoever wins, they're going to have a big stronghold in the title race. Um, obviously, you want to win, it's a massive, massive win, but I think it's a must not lose game. It's a must not yep. lose game. I think if you draw, okay, you lose, uh, you, you don't you don't gain any momentum in the title race as in points wise. But you're only two points behind, considering it was a lot bigger before, and suppose Ange might be sacked by Christmas. So, Ange, I must not lose. <laughs> Obviously, it's a must win. It's a must, must win game. But I think it's a must not lose. Um, I think if you obviously you want to win every game, but if you, if I, I would take a draw because you don't want to lose and you don't want to gain any more momentum and any more bragging rights because we're, let's be fair, people don't want to admit it. The last year or two, they've had a number. They've, they've not been beat. They've not beaten. So we need to get that sorted. Um, for me, team she obviously hearts hearts for stack on. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a couple ball and I think you might put your Alison right back, you might put your Anna's left back for the pace. Um I think it's the first three boys Diallo does play, I think you might want to combat the pace down that side. Um and I think the You just really don't like Taylor, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't mate, no. Um, no, no. I think he'll play yeah, it's just for the pace aspect because it's Pace aspect and experience because I think this wee boy, I've not seen much of him, but I know he's very, very nippy and quick. Um, and I think we all know that going down the lines is there. Mostly that's the way they play. If you stop the wings, if you stop the fullbacks, Rangers yep. don't play. We all know that. It's the way they've played for years. Um, so I think it'll be, again, I'm, I think he will go with your lineup unless McGregor's fit. Again, McGregor could be fit. He could walk out with a mass and play. We don't know this. Um, but I do think I believe there will be a curveball somewhere, either a new signing or Kyogo might come out on Undertaker with a bet when I'm back, baby. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> um, but something there's going to, I think there'll be a curveball somewhere. I might be wrong, but I've just got a feeling that Ange keeps his, his cards, his cards close to his chest. I have um, said that. I think for me, I think I think it might go Dawson. I think it'll be start start of start of Vickers, start of Vickers, start of and. Um, <laughs> I think Yandex might put a left back. I think, I think he, he might want to balance out the pace for the, the two wins. So I think Yandex might play. If the car, if the car fit, which he is, and McGregor can't play, obviously be on suspended. I think it'll be three uses. Um, and I've seen Jota, Abada, and um, Jack and Marcus. But again, would it surprise you if he went to three of it and found Julian? Would it surprise you and play Yandex? And out right back or right wing and play drop the right back. There's still, there's still a lot of things that you could do here. Aye. But I think the solid might be your teammate. I think I'm only putting your average left back as a curveball just to surprise Rangers. Because I think Rangers are going to expect Celtic to play Taylor skills. I don't think they'll play, uh, expect Celtic to play the average. So um, again, football is all about mind games and combat and formation. So um, I think I'll, I think your team might be the teammate. I think skills. I said on the group chat as well. Skills might be in the left back. Um, but again, I'm only putting your Ivich in as a curveball. But again, Sam, thanks for your time, mate. And hopefully, um, again on the Wednesday, hopefully we'll get a, a positive result, which is going to benefit the team in the title race. But again, as I mentioned, um, you can get us on uh, YouTube, subscribe to our channel, and um, support us that we're trying to do for um, the channel. Um, again, deadline day is also today. Well, no, we get a few in or one in or a few will go. Um, I, I actually mentioned some. Um, 
um, Scott Scott Arcroft, the author, he'll be on at six with me to start off with. Um, and obviously William Glavin, the one at eight, he's a former agent. So he was talking about obviously dealing, he dealt with Ryan Christie and stuff on deadline day. So a lot of content involved tonight. Um, again, hopefully he's not tuning in tonight. But again, Sam, thanks for your time, mate. Hail, hail. Cheers, thank you.